in the grand scheme of things, this moment doesn't matter that much. I know right now it's everything, but five years from today, you I promise you, you will not remember the small mistakes you make. You'll, you'll remember the big ones, but that's okay because the big mistakes we make are also the big lessons we take. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode. It was episode number 47, a simple way to record higher quality video and audio. That was episode number 47. Today, for episode number 48, getting over making mistakes and the fear of judgment that comes with it. Honestly, I should have done this episode far sooner, but I was so excited to get into the logistics and sales and marketing and all that happy jazz that I, I jeffed. To jeff is to mess up. That is something we've been saying at Next Level University for a long time. I jeffed. And here's why. I'm very used to making mistakes at this point. 1,350 episodes on the other side and being on a bunch of shows. I make mistakes all the time, so... Now, more than ever, my relationship with making mistakes is not nearly as scarce as it once was. But when I was, I think I was seven episodes in, I was seven episodes into what was the Hyperconscious Podcast. That was the first podcast I ever had that has evolved into Next Level University. But I was seven episodes in, I was doing it by myself, I didn't have a co-host like Alan, and I remember one of the people I looked up to. His name is Justin Wren. Justin Wren has been on Joe Rogan's podcast many times. He is a professional mixed martial arts fighter as well as a philanthropist. He posted on his story one day that he was going to find 50 podcasts to go on so he could spread the message of his nonprofit, his charity work he was doing. And I remember one of my friends said, you should message him. You should get him on your show. That'd be a great interview. You want to interview him? Imagine that. It would be a little dream come true. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way this is actually going to happen. So I sent a DM to him. I ended up connecting with his team. I had to do kind of a pre-call to meet his team to see what the podcast was about and all this stuff. And they ended up saying yes. I said, yeah, you can, you can interview Justin. Uh, it'll be a phone interview. When works for you? And at the time, my job required a lot of travel. So I would drive six hours from where I lived to a different state. We'd stay in a hotel for the week and we would work on the buildings that we were working on when we were there. So my fear, right, even before I had this interview scheduled, even before the day of, my fear was I'm going to be in a sketchy hotel with very bad Wi-Fi and I've never recorded a call over the phone before. I've never recorded it. I don't know how this even works. What's the audio quality be like? I don't know. So I end up setting a date, settling on a date and a time, and it was after work, and I said, all right, 4 p.m. Thursday, let's do it. So 
the day comes and I'm nervous and I, I've studied Justin, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts, I have my questions written out, I'm ready to roll. So that it comes, he calls in, or I call in, I don't know how it works, uh, or how it worked at the time. And I remember there was a app I downloaded on my iPhone. It was just like voice recorder app, and it would just record your call. And I said, all right, cool, we're, we're off to the races, here we go. Awesome interview, great human being. The interview went very, very, very well. I remember telling Alan, who was just a friend at the time, nine out of 10. This interview was great. I crushed it. It was amazing. So I get back home, that probably that Friday night, Saturday or Sunday, I'm, I'm listening to the episode, and I remember hearing how bad the audio quality was. For some reason, on his end, he was moving his phone around, and there was just a lot going on, and his Wi-Fi wasn't great, my Wi-Fi wasn't great. Again, this was before Zoom, at least before I was aware of Zoom. This was 2017. So I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is useless. I just had one of my dream interviews that I assumed was going to catapult me to the top of the charts, to fortune and fame, and it's unusable. So I went on Fiverr and Upwork and I paid people to try to make the audio better. I tried to do it myself. I tried everything I could, everything I possibly could. And I remember talking to Alan and saying, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to post this. I'm not gonna be able to use this. And that was such a big hit. That hurt me so badly because I had convinced myself that this was gonna be the interview that leads me to success. So I ended up reaching back out to Justin and the team, explaining what happened and... I actually believe I had, I, mean, I might still have Justin, his name is Justin Wren. I might still have his phone number. I don't know. The interview never ended up happening. The, the redo didn't end up happening. And I never posted that episode. And honestly, I wanted to quit. I thought I was done. I was hurt so bad because of the dream interview I had didn't get to get posted. And I thought about it and I'm sure I, I probably juggled the idea of not continuing it, but eventually I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. That mistake is something I beat myself up for for a long period of time because I felt like I had a huge fish on the line, for lack of better terms, and I ended up letting that fish go away. And I understand that a lot of us deal with stuff like that, right? I've made jokes in previous episodes where people mispronounce my name all the time. Paul Marini, Paul, Paul Palmer... Paul Marino, it's just a lot of a lot of ways to pronounce my name. But in this episode, I want to make that okay. So we're talking about getting over mistakes and the fear of judgment that comes with it. Getting over the mistake of letting a dream interview go was something that had to happen. Now, how do you do it? Right? How do you get over a mistake and how do you get over the fear of judgment that comes with it? I want to preface this. I don't really know if you ever overcome completely the fear of judgment. I think you can re build and realign your relationship with it, okay? So this is what I do now that I wish I was capable of doing back then. Understanding this duality. Right now, this episode I'm doing is the most important thing in the world. But it also doesn't mean that much in the grand scheme of things. Right now, it means everything. But it's really not that big of a deal. To the point where if I misspeak, it's not that big of a deal. If I say um more than I'd like, it's not that big of a deal. If I butcher somebody's name, it's not that big of a deal because I get to do it again tomorrow. Mistakes are really fatal 
when you stop trying after. When the failure becomes final, that's when things get really, really, really bad because you are reflecting on that all the time. And you say, well, I could have been a podcaster. I could have been this. I could have been a business owner, whatever it is. But the failure becomes final. And the second the failure becomes final, you lose all the momentum. So this is really the, the juggling act of right now, this matters more than everything. It matters more than anything. Obviously not family and stuff like that, but you know what I mean. In this moment, this is my main focus. But tomorrow, something else is going to matter. And here's the thing. If I continue doing this uh, this podcast week after week after week after week, if I do it for the next 10 years, this episode doesn't matter that much because I'm going to have many, many, many other episodes. That is a good frame of reference. If you are like me and you watch sports, Right, I'll watch, I watch a lot of mixed martial arts, but say baseball, football, whatever it is. Football is a good analogy. Quarterback throws an interception. The last thing that they should do is say, wow, I threw an interception, I'm a failure, I can't play football. You have to have a quick memory. You have to forget fast and then get up and then try again. A lot of us, we fall into the trap of throwing that interception and assuming that's the last time we should ever throw a football. So when you're making mistakes, usually that means you're getting better as long as you use the mistake as an opportunity to build momentum off of it. Next Level University and Kevin is exactly where you need to be if you're a podcaster. When I first started out just a few months ago, I had no clue on the direction I was going. I was getting hustled by another company that was giving me not even close to the value that Kevin and Next Level U was giving me. They literally changed the trajectory of my podcast, have helped me out tremendously. They understand the clients. I promise you, you will not go wrong with dealing with Kevin and Next Level U. I'll see you there. One of the things that's really helped me when it comes to the fear of judgment is understanding where you actually fit in. And all I mean by that is there's a ceiling and a floor. If you're a podcaster, and really, really, really think about this. If you are a podcaster who has produced an episode in the last 90 days, if you're a podcaster who jumps on the microphone every single week, you are in the minority of humans who are actually capable of doing that. I don't even care if it's good. I don't care if it's a five-minute episode. I don't care if you have great audio quality, no video, if it's on YouTube. I don't care because you are doing something that most other humans aren't doing. We lose sight of that, right? When you go on social media, there's a lot of podcasts, or so it seems. There's not that many active podcasts. I believe the estimate, and I haven't checked in a couple months, but last time I looked, there's an estimated 3 million podcasts that have been created. Right now, there's roughly 225,000 to 275,000 that are actually alive, that have produced an episode in the last 90 days. That's not that many. Really, when you think about it, 3 million down to, let's just say, 275,000. It's not that many. So if you're still doing it, that's how, at least that has helped me get through the judgment. The fact that unless you're doing what I'm doing, and unless you're practicing as much as I am, and unless you're willing to put your blood, sweat, and tears, quite literally all of those, into this, you judging me is just arrogance. Because you have no idea what it's like, right? 
honestly, this podcast is challenging because I know there's other podcasters listening. So you are doing what I'm doing. Now, maybe you're not doing things the same way I'm doing them, but you are doing what I'm doing. If you weren't, you wouldn't listen to the podcast. That has really helped me. So understanding where the ceiling and the floor is. The ceiling is the best podcaster on the planet. I don't know who it is, but just imagine. There's an imaginary figure who's the best podcaster ever. The floor, do you know what the floor is? The floor is somebody who started a podcast, did one episode, didn't make it, and then quit. If, you, if you're producing consistent episodes, you are closer to the ceiling than the floor, even if you have no results. That has helped me tremendously get through the fear of judgment. I was in the gym recently, and I was bench pressing. And I think, I, I don't know, I was doing 225. Maybe a couple reps. Two, three, four reps. I don't remember what it was. It was a while ago. And I, I remember thinking, I am so weak. Because on social media, all these people are benching way more than that. Bench pressing. And I, I googled it. I said, how many people, what percentage of the population can actually bench press 225 pounds? And I don't remember the number, but it was like maybe 1%, something like that. And that really helped me. Why? Because anybody who's judging me most likely is in the vast majority of people who can't do what I'm doing. The people who are ahead of me don't have time to, to crap on my dreams. They're building their own dreams. The people who do have time to crap on my dreams, those are the people who aren't building their own dreams. Those are the people who have never started a podcast, right? It's funny. Most of the feedback and advice I've gotten especially the negative feedback and negative advice I've gotten is from people who don't podcast. I don't know if that, I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think that's a coincidence. So when I'm thinking of getting over making mistakes and the fear of judgment that comes with it, getting over making mistakes, I try to throw a time perspective out there. In the grand scheme of things, this moment doesn't matter that much. I know right now it's everything, but five years from today, you, I promise you, you will not remember the small mistakes you make. You'll, you'll remember the big ones, but that's okay because the big mistakes we make are also the big lessons we take. So that's part one. Part two, the fear of judgment that comes with it, the ceiling and the floor. The ceiling and the floor. You are way closer to the ceiling than you are the floor if you listen to this podcast and you do a podcast consistently. The people who are potentially judging you, they're probably not doing what you're doing. And here's the other thing too, and this is a beautiful thing. You are probably getting as much, if not more, positive judgment than you are negative judgment. You just don't see it yet. We've had so many people that have reached out saying, I've been listening to your podcast every single day for the last year. We never, we didn't know that, right? We have 800 and some odd thousand listens. That's 800 and some odd thousand opportunities for somebody to judge us positively. That's a lot. I can tell you, I haven't got 800 and some odd thousand negative comments and again, negative comments are par for the course. But that, and here's the last thing, because I know this is more of a motivational episode than anything, but I think sometimes you need that. We gave a speech in Wisconsin. It's interesting. I'm actually wearing the shirt that I got from the wonderful human who brought us in to do that speech. We got a, we got a goodie bag when we left. But we were talking to high school students and actually, no, they're in middle school, middle school students. And we were talking about judgment. You want to talk about judgment, high school, middle school, that's, that's a heavy place for judgment. 
I said, you have to believe far more in what you're doing than the judgment that comes with what you're doing. You have to believe more in the impact, all right? You have to believe more in the possibility. If you started this thing because you wanted to impact other people, that's what you got to remember. The people who are judging you are probably not listening. The people who are listening to you probably are not judging they're trying to get better or whatever your podcast is about. They're, they're about what you're talking about. So I know this is a, an emotional thing, right? The fear of judgment is huge. I deal with it too, just like everybody else. I'm just very used to saying, look, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this for reasons you might not understand. And that's totally fine. That's all good. I'm doing this to inspire people and I'm doing this to whatever it may be. But my belief in what we're doing is far greater than my fear of the judgment that comes with it. That comes with time. A lot of that is time. Did I feel that way in the beginning? Probably not. I was probably more afraid of judgment back then than I am today. Last thing I'll say. I remember early on when I would tell people I was a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. I'm an entrepreneur. People weren't super interested. They were not super intrigued. I think there was a an undertone of, oh, you're a podcaster, you're probably not very successful and you're probably pretty broke. And for most of the journey, that was definitely a possibility. I definitely was not impressive to people. My wife and I went to a wedding recently and she had a couple friends there and their friends had husbands. And I ended up hanging out with the husbands because we were all husbands. And it gets to the point in the night where we have enough rapport and we're talking about what we do and they, they say, Kev, what do you do for work? And I said, I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I have a podcast. And they say, what, what's your podcast about? And at this point, I don't know if I had both yet. I said, well, it's about holistic self-improvement and you know all that. And they say, how, how many episodes have you done? Oh, we've done you know, over a thousand. You've done over a thousand episodes? What? what? What do you mean? And then it's, how do you make money? Well, we do coaching and we have programs and stuff like that. How much money do you make? Well, you know, multiple six figures. The thing that I got laughed at for in the beginning is actually kind of the thing that people look up to me now for. And I'm not saying that to, to talk about myself. I just think it's a really good analogy. I was never the cool guy who podcasted until I made it past a certain point. And the people who used to judge quite literally now message me for advice. That does happen. I know there's a lot of memes out that uh, a lot of memes out there about that, but that does happen. That does happen. So last thing, I got to go cuz I'm I'm on another podcast here in a couple minutes. Getting over m making mistakes and the fear of judgment that comes with it. Mistakes are going to happen. Most of them you will not remember. The big ones you will take lessons away from. That episode with Justin Wren Next time I did a virtual interview, I used something else. Right? I, I, I used a different software. I don't remember what it was, but I used something else. Uh, we talked, I talked recently about having Dean Graziosi on the podcast, a very, very sex, successful entrepreneur. Look, I made a mistake right there. And how our camera was all messed up, and it was a whole thing. That created the necessity for us to figure out the camera at a deeper level. That problem never happened again. It's almost like the faster you make the mistake, the more you avoid making a version of that mistake in the future. So that's a good frame for mistakes. And again, you got to believe in what you're doing. You most likely will get judged, unfortunately. But 
the hope is that there's more people judging you in a positive way than in a negative way. There's more people pouring into your cup than poking holes in it. There's more people who believe in what you're doing than believe in trying to tear you down. And last part, holding the balance of right now, this is all that matters, but in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't matter all that much. That helps you get to the next one, next one, next one, next interview, next episode, next workout, next coaching call, next sales call, next one. There is a next one as long as you don't stop. I enjoyed this one very much. This was very, I feel like a chapter from a book, from an audio book. As always, I actually did three, I think I did three podcast breakthrough sessions today. As always, if you are listening to this and you need help with your show, maybe you need help making money, maybe you need help figuring out how to turn this into a business, how to become a better interviewer, the tech, anything, anything podcasting, I can probably add some value. I do not have all the answers and I will never claim to, but I know I can help you get from where you are today to closer to where you want to be. So make sure you click the link in the show notes if you're interested in a free call. I look forward to chatting next week for episode number 49. Being a great pod... There it is again. Being a great podcaster is only half the battle. I'm very excited to talk about that. I have talked about that in the past, in one of these episodes, it was kind of just a bullet point, so I'm going to go deeper into that. Last thing, too. I also spoke about this in one of the other episodes. I think it was how I became a better speaker, the things I did to become a better speaker as I fumble past the goal line here. I don't want the team to edit out the mistakes I make because then I don't have the necessity to get better. So I could very easily... We have an amazing team. We could edit out all the stuff, make it smooth. You would never know I made a mistake. But for me, I won't learn the lesson. I won't learn the lesson to make sure I read the podcast title that we're doing next week before we go live. That's a lesson, right? That's a lesson we just learned in real time together. So do not run from your mistakes. Your mistakes are what make you great. As always, my friends, I appreciate you. I love you. Keep on podcasting. Keep on crushing it. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at NeverQuitKid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.